Welcome everyone to another episode of the warm up. I'm here with the guys. It's me. We got Chris the free agent. We got Deuce. We have Reg and Kev L in the building. Say what's up to our audience, our fans, and everyone in between. Say what's up, guys. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's, what's up, up, Kev? Cool, cool, cool. And if this is your first time rocking with us, this is a place where we talk about sports, current events, and everything else in between through the lens of black culture. If you're an Alabama fan, please go home. We don't want you here. Um, please stand up, baby. <laughs> Alabama, we're taking the championship this season. But don't come with the Alabama hate, Chris. You know, when don't you, you come with the Alabama hate. When you take every fan we can get at this point right now, y'all. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We a selective hate. Not just player. I mean, you could be a fan. Just, just don't make anything in the comments. Just silently subscribe and watch our videos. And tell a friend to tell a friend. We're here every Tuesday. Quit doing that, man. That's the problem, man. It's really it's distracting me. Um, Dude, it's cold over here, man. I'm sipping my tea. Nothing wrong with me sipping there the you tea. Go. Shout out to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we rock here every Tuesday. So, again, look out for the drop. Uh, I appreciate all the love that I've been getting so far. And, uh, yeah, check us out here on the YouTube channel. We're also on the social medias. Uh, Grindhouse NTWK is the handle on IG and Twitter, and also on Reddit. Right? Um, we're we're there. Check us out on Discord. The uh, disc, uh, the link to the Discord and to everything else is in the description box, and also on my main pages as well. So, if you're on the audio side, again, hit the five stars, hit the thumbs up, hit the follow, so you know you get the new drops. And um, anything else, man? Besides the hey, stop. I'm, I'm gonna blur you out for real, for real. All right, okay. Don't talk about. I don't know what's wrong with this man. Shout out to Don't talk about grads like that. Shout out to Auburn, man. Shout out to Auburn. The, it's not like you just support losing propositions like that, Chris. That's pretty sad, man. Any, anything <laughs> else you want to add besides this? Besides this horrible product placement that you keep doing? Nah, man. Let's hey, let's roll with it. There you go. I see what I like it there. I like it. So <laughs> How corny can you be? Anything else hey. you guys want to add? Hey man, just thanks for coming in and hope you enjoyed this episode. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Well, let's jump right into it, man. The NBA has been busy, but some people have been busy doing some off the court, you know, tendencies and taking care of their personal issues. Uh, ben Simmons, you might have heard of him. He's been the talk of the town since the, the the great block that wasn't from Trey Young and you know he's been going through a lot this summer he's been you know now going through some mental health um, issues and trying to um, basically rectify that remedy that uh, according to Ben Simmons camp so the latest news is that he's seeking professional help for his mental health issues through the NBA PA and the Sixers are beginning to find him now for uh, missing games because he's not doing some of the basketball-related obligations and he's not talking to the team doctors uh, and things like that, so on and so forth. So, uh, real kind of like sticky situation for Ben Simmons, man. So I just thought to deuce that all the Sixers justified in making this call to finding him going forward, or is this a little bit of an overreaction because they they they're not doing he's not doing what they want him to do. Man, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a sticky, it's a, it's a slippery slope, right? Um, he works for the Sixers, he's employed by the Sixers, they pay his check. Signed a contract that says you have to do X, Y, Z. Now, he has 
something saying that he has mental issues, right? That he has to work his way through. Um, I remember I tried out for the track team in high school, man. Ran, did my thing. Coach said, you suck. I also had mental issues after that, bro. But I didn't have money to go and talk to somebody, man. Look, look for the record. It sounded like you had running issues. issues, to be honest, but I'm going to let you run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which led to my mental issues. <laughs> Listen, mental issues are a serious deal. For those who are really having it, you know, take care of yourself. And who are we to say if Ben has it or not? But the timing of it is a bit sticky. It's a bit weird. You know, silence this whole summer. And then when they start taking his, his money, first thing he does, shows up and does the minimum. I'm here at camp. Uh, yeah, I'll show up. Yeah, I'll not shoot the ball like I normally do. And he's not doing things. Then he starts to get fined again. Like, hey, we need you to show up for the games, actually play if you're healthy. He's like, oh, wait a minute. I still want to leave you guys. I'm not going to get on the floor. So I'm going to say I have mental issues. Nobody, nobody can say whether he has them or not. Um, other things I'm finding for, like you talked about, um, not fully participating in practices. He's not showing up on game day. Um, and there was something else that he wasn't doing. Uh, strength training. And he's skipping all the film sessions. So with that, the Sixers have enough leverage to find him. I think that it's the Sixers is, as an organization, man, they've done, I mean, what? The can't, uh, Canangelo had the, uh, the Kevin Durant Secret burner account Twitter too. Um, they had some shaky leadership things, uh, so I think it's because it's them that catches some slack. But if Simmons really does need the help, man, he's getting it. I don't say he has to talk to the team doctors, but I think some of the stuff we're asking for is, hey, are you actually going? Can you show proof of attendance? Is that too much to? I, is that too much to ask for? If you say you have a problem. We're, and you're getting, we're paying you X amount of money. We just need to know if you're going. Can you show proof that you attended? Is that too much to ask for? Like a doctor's note. Not too much to ask for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. You got something different on this take, then? I got a question. What's up with the players' association? Um, are they not like involved with teams directly? Is there no communication between the players' association and? And, and the Sixers. I don't. I think those are different uh, entities, although they do represent. Oh, of course. The same. Yeah, the same individuals. It's to me. I look at it as, and maybe I'm wrong, but I look at it as uh, the company. So, like, let's say our company, we have a medical uh, provider that we can go through that network and figure out who we want to have as our practitioner and. Um, things like that and then or a primary care physician and then uh but if we do that and we're out for a long period of time we have to talk to our manager first as well to kind of like at least communicate hey i'm out for this you know for this reason i gotta do this because they don't know that what's going on even though it's all within the same umbrella of like you know the company they may be two independent bodies that that work um autonomously and they don't really have uh, any communication yeah yeah, that's my. Yeah. That's that's how I look at it. Yeah, man, I'm looking at the situation, and if it's if it's purely for business, then it seems justified. At the end of the day, they're paying him to to do something. He's not doing it. 
But at the same time, as solid as before, when he came on and said what he said, there was all this support. And now it feels as though that rug, which was the support, just got yanked. And I'm not sure why exactly. It sounds more so that because he's not adhering to things that they have in place. And I'm not sure what all the details are with respect to... What is it? What, 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 what did they term it? Um, team stuff, whatever. Team stuff, team, whatever team, team stuff related, they're doing. Yeah, obligations. Team. Activity, Activity, ob ob obligations. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know the details in the list of those obligations, but I'm not sure of his mental issues either. Or not. It, it, that, that's true, but let's say it's true. What's the ripple effect of those mental issues and would, would that impact all those other obligations that the, um, the team has in addition to impacting his ability to go up there on the floor and, and play? I can't answer that question. I don't know who can, or maybe his doctor, but at the same time, in the current situation, I don't feel as though I know enough to say about what's going on with this dude or whether or not he should be getting fined for what he's currently doing. I'm thinking about the support aspect and I'm wondering, is this supportive? Is this move, will this move help him? Will this motivate the team as well as the player in the direction in which all people want to go to, which is a resolution? And it don't feel, it don't feel resolute to me, but I, I do understand business is business. The lines could be drawn because they're the employer like Deuce pointed out. And when you're employed, there are certain guidelines and stuff you have to follow as part of being being employed. Some employees may be more open, some may probably be less open. In this case, they're saying, this is what you need to do, you're not doing it, back to finding you. I just don't think it helped in the long run. Yeah. So I, you I think it's a, Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I like the question you asked, is this beneficial? I don't think it is. I, I don't think it's beneficial at all. Um, I understand why the Sixers did it, but Ben has shown that he's not, he doesn't have thick skin, man. It's not a thick skin, dude, right? This is, uh, hey, what's the little dough you put on like the dumplings? Ooh. You know what I'm talking about? Is it dumpling? Is it dumpling? Yeah, dumpling is a dough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dumpling is a dough. <laughs> then, well, no, not, not that one, man. Like the stuff you wrap. Um, like that. What are you thinking of? <laughs> nah, not talking about rice paper? Rice paper. Rice. Oh, oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, this is mean, real. <laughs> Doc, Doc Rivers got a lot of slack for answering the question honestly. Can Ben Simmons be the point guard in the championship team? I don't know. Don't know, right? That's Is that slander? No, it's not slander, man. And at least publicly, Joel Embiid didn't slander him. He just gave his personal recount, his perspective recount, missing a lot of the turnovers that he had. I mean, that's how we all recall things, you know? Uh, yeah, we lost because you didn't do this. Bruh, you had 10 turnovers or whatever, right? Uh, I remember that, but I do know <laughs> if the game was on the line, you had an easy dunk, right? And you could have took it. Yes, sir. So that's factual, though, right? So they didn't, so they had rug that they pulled out from under him. They went back to try to like rewrap him in that, in that rug. And he said, I think he took everything he said personally, but unlike some other athletes that we adore, the Kobe's, the Mike's, is going to come back and just annihilate you, then responds in a Polar opposite way. Uh, so them finding him, I think he's gonna take personally. He's, he's slighted by it. Um, mm -hmm. He's not. Dude, it's gonna take like it's gonna take a miracle for this dude to come back and play for Philly. 
So that's my opinion in your question. Yeah. Yeah. They say they say he won't come back. That's 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 the consensus with the with the predictions. It's like he probably won't set foot on the court playing for Philly this season. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay. All right. Predictions, Reg. You got any predictions about what's gonna happen in the Ben Ben Simmons drama saga era? Uh, I mean, first I'll get into the to the um, question a little bit too. I with the Embiid story, I don't think they said where, what do you think went wrong all game. I think they were saying like what do you think went down the stretch when y'all had it within reach. Like, so I think that's probably why he did mention like the blunders he made from that specific set of events. This happened and this happened and I did this and this wasn't done and. So I think he just gave his account of how the game went downhill. I don't feel like it was all the blame on one person or another, just there. I think in terms of what the team should do, what they shouldn't do, I think obviously if they're doing this, they, they must have some legal right to do this. I, I read that they're putting, they basically paid all the money to an account in escrow and they're just taxing the account every time he does a violation and, and finding him there. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder, I feel like, like you said, everybody, all parties want some kind of favorable resolution. I wonder if this will get us there. Um, I wonder if he would have just been like, hey, Ben, we, we see you're getting help. Take the time you need. If if his criticism is he feels like he's not supported or it, it, it seems like for him to go forego the team's uh, resources to get somewhere else help and he felt thrown under the bus or whatever else is going on. Maybe that would have been a show of good faith. Like, hey, you know, we'll support you. You know, we could put that behind us and move forward. Uh, but at the same time, if you pay somebody money and they don't show up, you're not getting that back. And even if you had to get it back, you have to pay lawyers and do all this. Stuff. So I, I see the business reasoning behind why they did it. I don't know if it was favorable. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, because he may not just show up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, predictions? I don't know. I feel like if he really is getting help, I, I feel like he he'll eventually come around like who wants to be dealing with this all season i feel like if this drags out all season that's not good for anybody it's not good for him you know 76ers are an organization i don't think a franchise is ever going to go away overnight Mm -hmm. you as an athlete have a limited time in this sport to do what you can do you know anything can come left or right we'll talk about that later with other athletes but like where you're at right now, like you gotta take you gotta take a handle of the moment. So sitting out a whole season for this is not productive. I don't. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So my predictions is that they'll make some kind of resolution. I think, obviously, I think he's leaving Philly. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna stay with Philly, but I think they'll come to some kind of resolution before this season's over. With him playing, with him playing. That's what like playing on the 76ers to some degree. Is that the source of his? Is <laughs> we can't speak to it, of course, but is that the source of some of his mental issues? Just being in Philly, because some of the commentators and the other more experienced journalists out there have this view that he'll play, he just won't play for the Sixers. But I'm like, he has he has some mental issues. He said he's dealing with right. So is it he can play? He just can't play for the Sixers. So the Sixers seem to be the only... um... That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, I think if none of this drama blew up last year, I think he'd be playing with the Sixers right now. I think think he might be dealing with some... Like, he said mental issues. You know, we're all assuming mental issues with the team, like the whole way that things went down, but it could be some external thing that was going on before and this just compounded. But I feel like whatever it is, it 
kind of just like just exacerbated amplified it where it's just like i can't play for y'all like now i had an issue now i got an issue with y'all and it's compounding yeah. and i feel like him leaving philly will help whether like he'll be mentally ready to play at all i think all his prospects will be better if he's not in philly right now <laughs> all the prospects yeah that's, that's, where, that's where the point in that too yeah but, but to your earlier point even even um i think before all this went down and before whatever issue he's having now in his early report you know there were signs of you know this is what we think about him and, and i forgot what it was do i remember the draft report said something about him ultimately going to be he, he was he was he needed to be catered in Colorado. if things wasn't going his way he has a tendency to shut down like not really persevere things like that that was yeah. the the scouting report coming out of lsu that's what people threw up there and said oh yeah this is oh and lsu i thought you talking about his daycare report bro my bad i'm sorry wow this is, yeah, this is a person dude. i know right this is a person Atlanta. you get he's a person but kurt said he's gonna get his jokes on that's exactly <laughs> right that's exactly why he probably was silent all those months you said you said the yeah. timing right you mentioned timing that's why the timing don't come out deuce because right. people have to be vulnerable in order to say yeah. they got these things and when you're vulnerable you may get this ah uh, or you may get this what you talking about this ain't daycare <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> people, don't, people don't want the latter, so they rather just keep their mouth shut and just tough it out on their own. Maybe they could fix their own problems. Yeah. yeah. So what's the so difference like... between him and, and Kevin Love? Because K Love came out about depression, and I don't think he can't. He didn't get this type of slander. You know, people supported him. Did what's he? the difference? Oh, K Love is like K Love. I feel like he got support. I, I feel oh, like he, he got support. I don't think that's yeah. I, I feel like him and Demar Derozan. When we talk about their mental health issues and stuff like that that they were actually getting support but they were also playing so that's the thing mm-hmm. like, it was it, it it was like oh you didn't have to say this and we they talk about this whole narrative of like athletes being tough and blah 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 this and that is good for them to show like their vulnerability in that case considering that they're going through that day to day and they're still coming out and working and like being who they are um, so I remember that whole. I think it was all within the same season. It was him. It was him, Demar Derozan. Okay. I want to say one other person who like yeah kind of spoke about their mental health um, issues I, and stuff like that. I agree with y'all in uh, like a media sense, and even in a fan sense. Like I felt like he got so they got support in terms of oh yeah, I see you're dealing with that issue and like we're pulling, we're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the on court performance or lack of performance, they were still getting all that. I mean, but, well, I mean, it, but it's two different. It's two different <laughs> yeah. things. I, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, um, but because like P, uh, PG thirteen, man. Like he, he oh, talked yeah, about the dark one. Dark that was the other one. Oh, about. Oh, <laughs> joke because of that. Oh, it's funny yeah. how he could have really been in the dark place. What you mean? He was. He was. He, was. he, he said, said it. it. Yeah, he, he said it was. Joke. Right, uh, I can't sleep at night either, man. So I understand what he's going through. Wow, but... and this is what I was saying. Like, yes, a lot of them did get support for the struggles they were going with, but they were still, you know, like, given the hindsight, like, if you would have said, "Oh, he's playing through a hamstring injury," you might be like, "Damn, you know." Uh, Chris will say, "Harden, you're in the game. You're in the game." But we can all say, like, we know his hamstring was pulled, so we'll look at it through that lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. weren't doing that with like Kevin Love trash. That's all you was hearing. Oh, they need to <laughs> trade him. Like, but no, I, I think, I think Kev, you kind of talked about this maybe a, a while back. As fans, in aggregate, 
we like to know what's going on. We think we have the right to know everything. Right? Oh, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. So with K-Love and with uh, DeRozan, they said literally depression. So people can identify specifically with what they were going through, right? Mm -hmm. With uh, PG, oh, the time of the pain was, was weird. And with Ben, and he has a right not to disclose what his mental issues are. But when you say mental issues, it's vague and people can't reach and connect to that, right? Uh, so you're still gonna go back to the last thing that it could connect to, which was him not making the shot, him missing the dunk, his actions during this whole process. Um, and maybe saying more, because he hasn't really said a lot, because he's not trying to control the narrative. He's just, his hands are off. And maybe he needs to be more active in that, but that might not be his style, right? It, it, maybe it would help if he did control his narrative, but this is right to be out or in his own narrative. But in this case, it's like it is hurting him. It's hurting yeah, him. yeah, yeah that's a very good point. I feel like that's that double-edged sword. Like, you got to open up, then you're vulnerable to, like, the clowning and the jokes. But if you don't say anything, there's even there's also still going to be clowning and jokes because people are going to mm -hmm. speculate and make their own narrative. So it's like yep. you kind of get frozen and paralyzed on what you how you should handle that, that situation. So, so real quick, um, I do want to ask this question. Calvin Ridley recently... So if you don't know Cam really, wide receiver, number one receiver for, for the Falcons. And last week at the end of the game, I think he either left like right after the game or either came out right after the game or in the middle of the game, like he probably took the rest of the game off. He said he was leaving to take care of his personal issues. He didn't say anything more than that. We don't know what that really extends to. That could be a personal mental health thing. That could be any of that. No one's really said anything like, oh, I don't know if I've heard any, uh, I've heard anything negative. Have you guys heard anything about that story? And have you guys heard anything no. negative about that story? First, like, I heard his story because he number one. He not Kyrie, man. He not Kyrie. He number one. What are they going to say to you? Uh, yeah, you, you, when you number one, that's, this A man just let us know when you can come back. Don't worry about your paycheck; it's right there in the middle. <laughs> I'm just when you don't take the, when you don't that. take the dunk, you getting scrutinized for everything. Oh, so you gonna eat frosted flakes or pops? <laughs> what was it, pops? You eating pops for breakfast? Hey, but Kyrie did the same thing though. Kyrie just sent him off for personal reasons. He ain't getting no details. He ain't getting that. He wasn't. He wasn't number one. He ain't number one, but. He was top a big position of the team though. Oh, like, yeah. oh, sure. <laughs> it's that narrative too though, man. Because it's like Kyrie's narrative is sometimes he wants to control it, sometimes he doesn't. And then when he does try to control it, it's ill fated, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think person. it's a person. I feel, for, still... I feel for Kyrie though, especially when I, I I I watched that last video for him. I feel like you know a lot of times we just kind of put like we see that these people are bigger than basketball. You know, LeBron yeah. talks about social issues, and the Milwaukee mm -hmm. Bucks pulled themselves. I feel like Kyrie be paying attention to what's going on in the world, and he doesn't for whatever reason like other basketball players can compartmentalize and be like that's going on in the world. I do what I got to do, come focus and address that issue when I have time to. It seems like it hits him all at the same time and he can't compartmentalize like everybody else. Mm, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. When the shootings were going on and pandemic was going on, like stuff was happening for him. He's like, I had to miss this game. This is going on. I don't know. I think he was converting or, you know, had some religious stuff going on. It's just like, he doesn't compartmentalize like some of these other people do. Because like cancer, I'm fasting, don't matter. I'm gonna go on this court, I'm gonna be a beast, get off this mm -hmm. court, I'm gonna be all right. Like, 
some people just put it in a bucket and I'll deal with that later. Yeah. It don't seem like he could do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Kaepernick couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like I feel like Kaepernick was doing it though. Like he's... for a while, but I'm saying he stopped. You know, like after all, he had to show his his presence. Well, that's not rabbit hole though. <laughs> it's just like well, I was just gonna say I feel like the difference was Kaepernick was just doing his thing, and then everybody was just like, "Oh, I found out you're doing this thing," and they blew up the spot. It wasn't like he couldn't focus. Like he was still out there performing. He didn't miss. He was no still games. out there performing. Yeah, he didn't miss no games. He was doing everything yep. that he needed to do. He was able to. It's until it got blown up, and it's just like, "Oh, we want you to talk about this now. Put you in front of the camera." You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's exactly how it went down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. We'll keep our eyes on this, man. Keep uh, hopefully Ben Simmons figures out like what he needs to do. Hopefully the Sixers kind of figure yeah. out what the best resolution is, and for him to go somewhere else, man. Then Ben and Philly, or, or he got paid. Work. Maybe he got paid. Maybe he just maybe the NBA is not for him. Maybe he goes play in the Australian league or. Maybe I don't think that. Retired. I think he wants to play. He doesn't want to play for Philly. I, mean, I don't I think mean, that far yet. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, mental injury might not be the same to see as a physical injury. There's a lot of people with physical injuries that want to play. Yeah. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, the want to and, yeah. and the can is two different things. Yeah, true. But I'm going off what he says. He don't want to play in Philly. He didn't say I don't want to play. I don't want to play in Philly. True. Or Philly. Yeah, so all I can go off to what he says. He hasn't said he don't want to play basketball. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. If he ends up somewhere else, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see. Not wanting to play in Philly when you have that kind of contract, and and it's, it's a lot of things out of his control. So we'll see if that's possible. True. Yeah. So on to other news. Another person who hasn't been playing for different reasons, or maybe he has been playing. No one has ever noticed him because he hasn't even been catching anything. Ooh, ooh. Um, Odell Dang. he has gotten released early Friday after the Browns said no more, no more. Early release day. He's like, man, <laughs> um, this is an all-star receiver they signed three years ago. He's only played a total of 13 games in the past two seasons. Uh, alone, only three touchdowns, only a measly 500 yards for the Browns for someone who's supposed to be the number one receiver. So, big news, man! They still won the uh, that the following Sunday. They still won that game without Odell Beckham, like they have been winning without Odell Beckham for the past couple of seasons. And uh, yeah, this was kind of big news. Made some noises um, early Friday morning. So, what do you guys think, Kev? What do you think? Of, uh, do you think the Browns made a, a, a smart move by going ahead and just cutting losses with uh, with the boy Odell? Oh man, you give it to me first. I'm the, I'm the worst one. <laughs> you, you know, you know, boy here just. All right, I'm gonna say it again for like the fifth thousand time. Casually out here watching Beckham. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't watch Cleveland um, at all. Like I don't, I don't even even think about watching their games. Okay. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Especially okay. <laughs> even how they're playing well right now. But from what I can tell, man, I saw his pops put up a video, a post on Instagram with all these open opportunities that they had where he wasn't receiving the ball. And there's been a lot of talk about that, that chemistry or the lack thereof between him and the quarterback. From what I can tell, just a little bit of stuff that I reviewed, it, it looks like there weren't much much chemistry between the two, given those plays that I, I reviewed. It seems as though there was a miscommunication or they just wasn't on the same beat, just riding the same drum. And when they are, we've seen some misses, not, not, not you know, some, some mishaps here and there on, on, on OBJ's part. So at the end of the day, I think it sounds like it was the best move for, for both parties to, to keep it moving and see what happens next for him. 
Hopefully he can regain some of that light, that shine that he had when he first came in the league. But I, I know dudes have a different take on that, so that's that's let's keep it rolling. Very well put. Okay. Very well put. Okay, well, we we move. We gonna skip Deuce and Christian to Dredge, man. I listen to Deuce later. Man. <laughs> I forgot about that. I did. I did hear the comment about the video, which I know we were talking pregame. Was one of the things I had the question like you had opportunities when he was open he wasn't being hit like what's that about and you know looking at his time you know with the team makes you think like okay maybe the quarterback is like you got some guy who's supposed to be a star he's always injured you had to make do without him maybe he just got so used to making do without him that they never built that rapport that chemistry who who knows what it is uh, you, you mentioned how little he played the past two seasons and his three seasons there. I think he only played 29 games total. So it really, there's injuries. Uh, and then when you weren't injured, when he first got to the team, there was a lot of off the, off the football stuff, like what watch he's wearing during the game, what visor he's having. And we saw with Anthony Brown, that derailed the whole season, just doing that stuff. Not to add an ACL injury and all this other stuff going on and his numbers just haven't been the same since. So. I think it's best for both parties as well. Um, I don't know if he goes to another team if he'll get that back though. Like after these injuries, after being that number one guy and not having that success, if you're not getting open, like sure, there's one thing where you're getting open, you're not getting the looks, but if you're not getting open that much either, like isn't that your job as a receiver? I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay, Deuce man, what you got on this? You think it's a smart move? Would you do this move if you was a Brown? Picture yourself with the brown jersey on. Uh, first, man, that color. We got to change that color scheme <laughs> on the brown jersey, bro. That's, that's it's kind of clean, though. It's kind of clean. It's brown. You know, it's brown. brown. <laughs> Orange. <laughs> Very earthy. Yeah. <laughs> Earth tones. It's earthy, man. Um, all right, so the Browns made it. They were, I know we talked about this before the pod. I think Reg asked you. Uh, have the Browns even been to the playoffs? And Chris, you said what? Yeah, yeah, of course they have. I yeah. And the last time they made it to the playoffs, what was Odell? Hurt. I mean, he wasn't in the game. <laughs> and he was kind of he was kind of in and out. That I think he was out that season, right? Uh, he towards ACL last year. Yes. Yeah, yeah and they made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So with that, I think that it's probably best for the team, man, because the NFL works. Those teams. So they have to work together collectively to achieve the goal. It's best for them to have as few distractions as possible, man. Odell has a big personality. Uh, he creates some things. Some things come to him because of his personality. I think they did the right thing, man. Severed. Um, it's there's nothing there. I think he even came out. Yeah, his father coming out with that post about how many times he was open. Now you're coming at the quarterback, right? Yeah. Uh, we've seen even with the Seahawks, right? Who's the team going to choose? They chose the quarterback in the Seahawks situation over the defense, right? When it was all to be a rip. Same case here. They got to put the money in, in uh, the quarterback. Odell, you're not helping us. I mean, he leads the team in targets 34. He, he don't lead the team in receptions, though. And some of those could be bad throws. Yeah, our yards. It could be bad throws. It could be a lot of things. But to answer your question, you got to cut it, man. Better go prosper somewhere else. All right. So, what do you think about his career? Like he now that he's a free agent, you think he's gonna find another team, come back, become the the new and improved Odell, or is it gonna be uh, another another episode of the uh, the 
wide receiver drama that, that fizzles out pretty fast. Odell's future, unfortunately, reminds me a lot of Dez Bryant's uh, his path out of the NFL. I like Dez Bryant. His talent was undeniable. Dude was the truth. He had some injuries. There was uh, the most Romo left. It just kind of went south. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot like that, man. Because uh, Odell has some injuries. He's unfortunately, it seems like he's, he's frail for this game. And even looking at it now, man, targets. It's last year with the Giants, 124. All right, money. First year with the Browns, 133, money. Then 2020, 43, and this year, 34, man. Um, I think injuries might have robbed him from that explosiveness that was able to back up all everything else that comes with the Odell Beckham experience, right? Without that, what you got? That's your royal color jersey. Blonde hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yacht parties, baby. Yacht parties. (laughs) Experience? Experience counts? I don't know. Does it matter at the wide receiver position? Yeah, it does. does. I I think so. I think so. But he has to be willing not to be the number one. You know, it kind of goes back to that uh, Brandon Marshall and uh, Ocho Cinco thing, right? Who's the number one receiver? I think if he took a humble route like uh, Fitzgerald and did slot, Odell would kill it. Mm-hmm. But he has to accept slot money too. Yeah. And I don't think he's. It, it doesn't appear that he's at that point in his career, or mentally that he's he might there. Be there now. He might be there. Yeah, his yardage only showing. I mean, yeah, he might as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's gonna get like a veteran. He already got paid whatever guaranteed money. You think he's gonna take a free, uh, like a. Cheap contract, veteran contract, some way. Brady already on the phone now, bro. Yeah. I was gonna say, man, you gotta call Brady. This man can do Ooh. no wrong. He can, he can re, you know, re attach your brand to something positive. You know, TB12. So, uh, you know, he is trying to look for a contender right now. So, I mean, obviously the Bucks will probably be in that discussion. But he did mention the Seahawks. He mentioned the 49ers. He mentioned uh, another team that I can I, is in the basement right now. But he is looking for uh, he's looking for two things, a contender and a veteran quarterback. So with those two criteria, who do you guys think is going to be a good fit for? Steelers. Him and Roethlisberger are going to be out partying every day, bro. Uh, <laughs> you, said, you said veteran, not hey for real yo man since i was a kid i've been watching this too yo it's, it's crazy yeah um I, I would say actually the i mean i say this would you welcome him the, on the niners it's the yes However, yeah, this the way y'all season going. Yeah, might as well. However, they're not contending though. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, I don't know. If we we have the criteria for him right now, but he yeah. did say explicitly the Niners. So you know we yeah. in there. Um, but I was I was gonna think of the Green Bay Packers because you know mm. it's the last mm. dance anyway. You already got Devontae. Uh, Adams and Aaron Jones taking most of the slack. You can just come in, fill the the off receiver role, just the other side of the field, get you some looks. Aaron Rodgers is gonna put it on you. If you mm-hmm. fail there though, you you out. Like I don't think anyone yeah. you can do no better than Aaron Rodgers um, yeah. and and Matt Lafleur offense. So 
Um, I don't know. That might yeah. be that might be a little bit too much of a tumultuous situation to hop into right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Timing. Timing. Yeah. yeah. I also, I, I mean, also Dallas. You know, Jerry Jones is known for picking up some questionable characters, and not saying Odell is a as a citizen has been questionable, but. You know, he, he likes the theater too. He likes the drama. He he picks some people up despite what's going on around him and stuff. So, and uh, Cowboys are definitely a contender. And yeah, they're, yeah. they're a contender. Except for today, they got roasted by Denver Broncos. They only, they only put up eight points. But, you know, they got a good receiving core with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb is killing. Uh, mm-hmm. And Michael Gallup. I'm like, man. So, be a number four, be a be an option in that four core and like that receiving core. Bro. I wouldn't be opposed to it. And you and you in Dallas or Texas is warm down there. You got the big playground and AT&T Stadium. It's way better than uh, Cleveland on all aspects. So True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to argue so that. You don't think you don't think it'll be a good fit with the Seahawks? Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks not a Seahawks. contender, bro. I'm looking at the NFC West right now. The way the Cardinals and Rams is up there, I don't know if y'all other teams yeah. got a chance, bro. It's You're really right. hard. It's really hard. Yeah, they've been they've been yeah. not that well. But he explicitly said the 49ers and the 49ers. <laughs> and I'm like, neither one of my contenders because it's a tough division. And just I the think, way things fail. Go ahead. It sounds like fr- like sometimes these guys be having friends, like I don't I know if you that. with DJ Metcalf or what. Like, I don't know what made him say Seahawks and 49ers and contender in the same sense right now. Why he can't be friends with uh, Wilson? Because I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, or, well, <laughs> he said Metcalf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was putting receivers together. I wasn't even going that route. But yeah, Wilson probably. Star. They both celebrities. They could probably do run in the same circles. I mean, I mean, you know, Russell Wilson be out there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. he just the party lifestyle is a little bit a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let Russ rock. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with the Odell Beckham saga. If it's gonna come to a close or if he's going to reignite into something um, featuring his old self. So, uh, any guess y'all want to add on that? I think that's it for me, man. Uh, Shout out. Just good luck. Good luck to both of them. <laughs> to the both. I think oh, it's going to take a really uh, a heady and sturdy quarterback to um, really, what's the word I want to say, man? Uh, find the best mix or the best, yeah, mix in that relationship because he did good on the Eli. Eli was a really grounded type of dude. Um, I think Russell would be a good grounded type of dude from the pair with. Prescott, he's still young in his career. Um, and Dallas, man, everything that comes with being the Cowboy, he'll be back in the limelight. And maybe that's what he needs to shine. He needs that limelight because he, he sure shine with the Giants. Um, so maybe that might be a thing, man. Cleveland Cleveland had that limelight. Huh? It's a small market, though, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It, the market might be smaller, but that team had a lot of attention between all the pieces they were able to put together with Mayfield, Chubb, uh, Jarvis Landry. Like, mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. like there was a lot of limelight in that sense. Yeah, I yeah. talking about like the vibe of the city. I, I thought you the media like, coverage. The vibe, like, yeah, I, just, I bet there's more beat reporters and more uh, focus on the Cowboys 
than there are for like the I mean, Browns. You, know? you need to go to the Rams. Go to LA. <laughs> LA don't Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, the, the city is cool, but the the city that's a Lakers town, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a Raiders town, and a Dodgers town. It, like if you Clippers, only if you good, only if, like if you start losing, they, they find something else to do. There's so much to do in LA. Okay. So yeah. I'm saying that sometimes the limelight and that atmosphere, the, the Calabas, you won't gotta get on the fight to go to Calabasas. He's just right there. I was just gonna say from the standpoint that like, yeah, and no one's really paying attention to you like that. Cause like there's so many bigger stars, there's so many more action mm-hmm. going on that they're not looking for you like that. Like you're not the main attraction. Yeah, yeah, you get drawn out a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man, maybe, you know, Matt Stafford, I heard he was like the top five quarterback according to some people. So, you know, he may, that may be where he needs to go. I mean, <laughs> look at his face, man. For the for the audio for the audio side, they have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> Deuce face, uh, Deuce face. He's just like, <laughs> I can't replay it. I can't replay it. That season, that season, not all time. Definitely no, not all time. Oh, okay. 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 I don't know, man. Okay, they, they were doing well, man. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's less egregious or not, but okay. I, I don't know. I ain't never heard. But that, I think that that's statistically that's statistically proven. I'm just saying they're doing well. Like, so yeah. Whatever he said, I know, but it's it's they're putting us on the field right now. Is he top five? Well, though, is he top five? I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily go there, but. I mean, let's wait. Let's wait. I'm just trying to figure out where he became top five, but you know, maybe I missed it. Uh, watching all the week other one, tracks. week one or week, two, between week one and week two, <laughs> <laughs> between the preseason and before the season starts. Man, I hope they win the Super Bowl, man. So I can throw this in y'all face, man. Hey, still, hey, even even, even if they won, we still put up legitimate names above him in the in the five positions, though. And I, th- I I don't think you disagreed either, but anyway, I'll leave it there. <laughs> Hey, we'll buy you a Maddie. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm about to call you a Maddie Ice. Maddie Stafford. He don't even have a nickname. Matthew Stafford. I'll buy you a Matthew Stafford. He came, he was in Detroit. Like, who had a nickname? In the, Barry Sanders didn't have a nickname. Meg, Megatron. Barry Sanders didn't have a nickname. Megatron had a nickname. His name was Megatron. Barry Sanders didn't have a nickname. <laughs> still the biggest star to come out of the Lions. Barry Sanders. Megatron was the second biggest. And my, his real name, Barry? <laughs> I'm just saying the man go by Matthew like that's that's scary yeah yeah it's, uh, it's okay all right man, we'll leave it here man we go ahead and wrap this up unless y'all have anything you want to add uh I'll start with Reg though uh go ahead with the sign off man hey man uh thanks for rocking with us you know if y'all struggling with mental issues go seek help uh I hope Ben Simmons gets it together. I hope Odell gets it gets gets an opportunity to shine. Um, thanks for rocking with us, man. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say there. Cool, cool, cool. Kev, what you got? This isn't a sign off. I'm just gonna say something really quick. I wanted a different word for issues because I don't like the word issues. I saw matters, mental matters. I was like, okay, that's all that better. You know, matters of the mind. I said, I wonder if there's a, if there's a website because I saw like there's a website out there. Went in the domain. Domain is taken. Okay, no problem. Google the website. Try to go to it. Go back to safety. This this site is trying to steal your information, and I'm like, 
like what what's up what's up with people just stealing these domain names for like real things that people could do with them but anyway that's that's off topic that, that's actually on topic but off a little bit off mm-hmm. if you deal with mental issues mental matters i would say yeah man like where it says like seek seek help but at the same time um don't let no one push you man like they say they say they say there are stages of grief and when people go through their grief we don't usually put a time limit on it mm-hmm. i saw a lot of reports out there about the sixers are eager to help simmons address his issue it's, it's his issues they're they're frustrated with, with his and i'm like i don't know what to tell y'all man like be patient be patient with yourself if you're going through it people with your around people who are going through it be patient with them and love is patient love is kind so let's just rock with love rise to love cool 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 it's nice words parting words of wisdom um from the old sage calf uh for me <laughs> uh you know hopefully ben and, and philly get it you know find some resolution uh i i know he hasn't been helping hopefully he turns that corner just to, to help them help him to get out of philly and find a place find a new home and for Philly to Philadelphia to move on. And, you know, let us know how y'all feel about that. If y'all think that, you know, the Sixers are on the right for us starting to find him and things like that, or they're being too harsh and, and insensitive to his situation. And also let us know how y'all feel about the the Odell Beckham saga story, man, the end of the Browns era, either the Cleveland I don't think Cleveland even have any stars anymore, like the city, uh, now that Odell Beckham is left. Um, I guess Baker Mayfield, he's still doing commercials. No, okay. Um, hey, uh, Love's still there. Kevin Love? Yeah, you know, you know, the great Kevin Love. Um, he's Mr. 2010 guy back in the day. And, um, yeah, so, you know, again, appreciate you guys rocking with us, man. We're here every Tuesday. Don't forget to like, subscribe if you like it. Comment if you got something to comment on, on those two topics or anything else off topic that we, that we touched on or we didn't touch on. And also, man, shout out to the grandmothers who, who provide sweaters. Uh, you know, we, we like your sweaters, how you give it to us. And we do wear them. We wear, we wear them faithfully. And uh, I, will, I will forever respect the, the makers of said sweaters. Yo, that's like straight out the Odell Beckham collection right there. <laughs> he don't know, man. He don't know style. <laughs> So, that, that, that's, the, that's an old collection, Chris. Yeah. Oh, that's a, you said that's an oatmeal collection. Oatmeal collection. Uh, you know, all, all he's missing is that you know that big hat that LeBron and those guys be rocking, Cam Newton and them oh, boys. And oh, yeah. There you go. You top it off right there, Deuce. Show the man. You, you runway style. Runway hey, style. Hey man, you like a bowl of grits with blueberries. Wow. <laughs> with the chocolate swirl on it. Oh man. <laughs> I just want to say, I want to give a shout out, because I like that sweater shout out, Chris. I want to give a shout out to Baby Genie and Zari for helping you put all those little stickers on your little sweater, man, because that sure looks like a little taller project uh, right there, man. I, like, I want to give a shout out to them for guiding you through that, man. I'm a, I'm a... I like the way y'all swam through this exit. <laughs> Man, Reg be on it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Go ahead, y'all. 
vicious. Like, he just... That's like a shark tank in here, man. Woo. Really? Really? <laughs> it's like it's... he popped up out of a goldfish box, man. Like, <laughs> wow, well, man. I... It goes with the theme. Just, I'm, I'm just, I swim with the fish. I swim with the shark, man. There you go. But go ahead. Oh, I you... mean, uh, Hall and Oates, go ahead. You said it right, you swim with the fishes, man. I don't know about the sharks, man. <laughs> I don't think you want to swim with either. That that phrase usually means that you're six feet under, bro. Like, you don't yeah. want to be swimming with yeah. the fishes right now. Yeah, okay. All right. Come come through. Give me the, cream of wheat. Give me the tadpoles. They swim with the shadow part of the water, man. Uh, All right. Uh, here's your fact, Tony. Yeah, come through. I was gonna uh, say, no. introduce, introduce the guy. <laughs> come on, Deuce. I, I'm good, Thank man. You. Go ahead and sign off, Deuce. What's your time off? Uh, yeah, I do want to. I do want to uh, echo everybody else saying, man, mental health is real. If you out, I like mental matters. It's real. Uh, if you having, if you're fighting through that, man, seek help. Seek help. Um, did I talk about the Steelers and the Eagles one last time? I don't think I did. No, mm. you, the last thing you said was about the only day that there's no sports played is. Oh yeah. Okay. Crazy. All right, so check it out. This is another uh, oldie goldie, right? Back to World War II. Uh, because both teams lost so many players in World War II, military service, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles combined to become the Steagles during the 1943 season. <laughs> oh, wow. What? <laughs> what? What's a Steagle? It says. This is with an eagle and a stiller. Forgive my lack of history. What what year was this we're talking 45? about? I think. 43. 43. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that 40s creativity for you. Rejoining teams. <laughs> Rejoining teams. <laughs> wow. Let's just take some of yours. Let's take some of mine. There we go. Take, take, the, take the names 50 50. If I can find a jersey. <laughs> yes, please. Know, right? Make it to the show. <laughs> With our powers combined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I guess. I guess. So, um, cool. And uh, if that's it, is that it from you? Is there anything else you want to add? That's it. That's it, man. I appreciated that one. You, you see how you said that's it, but you paying hard attention because he knew your fact from last week. Off the dome. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I'm here. What are you talking about? Wait, wait. He said, I pay attention, man. Like, I'm listening. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You paying attention. Uh, okay. All right. Well, hopefully, everyone else paid attention. Hopefully, uh, this was a good, good episode. Uh, we'll hit you all up again next Tuesday. Again, tell a friend, tell a friend. Like, comment, subscribe. And until then, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. And until then, guys, deuces. Later.